Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to a new Echo episode. My name's Yasmin, and I'll be your host today. Well, I'll be your co-host, because this episode is a special one. It's a collab. I have here with me a fellow podcaster who chose science to be his muse. Uh, Scientific Hadra is the name of his podcast, and he's here today to add his touch on our dear Echo. Welcome, Sliman, and thank you for accepting the invitation. Uh, hello there. Thank you, Yasmin. Thank you for this uh, invitation. Sorry. And um, I'm really glad to be here today to share my ideas with you. So I hope we would have a good talk. And uh, shout out to English speakers. Um, shout out to Physica Club also. <laughs> the neighbors. So uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Neighbors. Um, thank you for this invitation. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, sure. And uh, side note, um, my no my voice might be stuffy a little bit. Uh, I'm sick, so hopefully it's not gonna be a problem. <laughs> Get well soon. Thank you. So our topic for this episode is a vast one. It's the development of crafting from stone tools to airplanes. And to try to make it less complicated, we decided to take it from the material side if I may say, because after all, the materials influence the evolution of crafting. Ever since we first picked up a rock to crack open a knot or sharpen the stick to spear a fish or use the flint to create a spark to light a fire, we've been using tools. Ever since we first plaited long grasses to make a rope with which to lash together a few branches to make shelter, We've been creating buildings. From the moment we realized that some rocks split open to produce sharp edges, we've developed weapons. So the evolution of humankind is inextricably bound up with our use of materials and tools. So much so that the main prehistoric phases of our civilization aren't named after our linguistic prowess, social interactions, or economic achievements, but by the engineering materials of the age. It's a bias that reflects how materials have changed society with increasing rapidity. So I'm gonna take the first uh, ages and we will start with the first one. Yeah. The material used was stone. Okay, I will need your imagination here, Sliman, and everyone listening too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Stone Age is, is so interesting. I can't wait to hear about it and discuss it. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Uh, well, before we start, I want to preface that this is not my idea. I was chatting with a, with a close friend about this topic, a friend who is very interested in the prehistoric way of living. So the way I'm about to approach this age is purely his. So thank you, Hossam, for the help. <laughs> now, let me paint the picture for you. Yasmin, Hossam uh, uh, reminds me of uh, Ross from the series Friends. Yeah, I think oh my god that, yes <laughs> i think they have the same um you know the same character or something <laughs> uh yes they love the old ages yes indeed yeah actually most of our conversations are about that time so 
Mm -hmm. I'm very familiar with it so far. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's interesting. At least he gave you an idea for a podcast, and now we are doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's amazing to think about how um, how humans before us were thinking and how they lived. So like mm -hmm. to appreciate more what we have now. Mm -hmm. our, uh, our origins and ancestors. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So let's take it as a game. Minecraft, if you will. <laughs> you get dropped on Earth. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not really I'm not really uh, familiar with this game, but uh, yeah. uh I guess I I I can play it right now <laughs> with the stone age. <laughs> okay. Okay, so uh, you get dropped on Earth. You're a clothless human in nature, and you know nothing. Mm. Well, in the game, you're not clothless, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyways, um, as I said, you know nothing. You have no clothes on, and you're in nature. What will you do first? Hmm. So... Um... It's a tricky question. Um, like imagine you are in Minecraft and you, uh, at least in Minecraft, you have you have a menu to craft things, you know, to to start building stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and have life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for me, I think I think I will follow my instincts. Maybe I will uh, I will be dropped on Earth. Um, uh, how to say this? Uh, hungry. So I will search for something to eat. Then I will think about what to do next. You know. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. so food first. Of course, yeah. <laughs> when I was, yeah, when I was asked this question, I actually thought about shelter. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, I will try to find shelter. And then my friend was like, try to find shelter. Well, you know nothing. So exactly, why yeah. will you need a shelter? You, yeah, like you don't even know the importance of it yet. Exactly. Because, and then he was like, come yeah. on. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> he said, it's beautiful outside. It's sunny. Wouldn't you want to walk <laughs> around and explore? <laughs> exactly. Like, like the first thing is to define, uh, to define the area that you are in and, uh, you know, try to, how to put this, L like wolves or cats when they, when they define their perimeter somehow. And you, yeah, yeah, you they explore, explore. Yeah. Exactly. You have to explore. And I think the, um, the human nature uh, is driven by curiosity first but then there is instincts so you you will search you will definitely search to eat first and think and observe what's around you and you know to try to to live uh, in that moment and find solutions uh, to your situation you know we are yeah. Educated. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah so as you said like we will walk around and explore and transportation was very important for humans since day one yeah. well our first mean of transportation was our feet and it actually was one of the necessities that pushed humans to develop and experiment with materials mm -hmm. to make it easy to travel around it makes sense yeah like what if you start to walk and your feet hurt you're gonna try to find something to cover them or if you're cold like you're gonna try to like mm -hmm. 
see around you and find something to use. Yeah, indeed. Okay, so once you start walking and exploring, you notice the different plants, rocks, how the ground under your feet changes color, your surroundings start to change the more you wander around. Yeah, I think okay. it's, um, it reminds me of uh, like li little kids when they are young and you put them like in a garden or a playground or something and they start wandering around. And, uh, you know, touching things, being, uh, you know, curious about anything that comes in their way. I, I think it's it's the same spirit uh, in our uh, story. So, yeah, let's wonder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually, that's exactly what we do. Like, mm -hmm. we touch things, we taste things, we smell things to, to see, like, to learn about them and see what they are and how they can be used yeah. um so all that walk sure made you exhausted so you'll instinctively start looking for something to eat or drink okay the first the first human's food was mostly plants leaves fruits mm. and uh, eventually raw meat when they learned that animals were part of the food options yeah first yeah, first it wasn't due to hunting because that came later, but it was introduced to them by the leftovers of mm. some carnivorous animals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So actually, if you if you took this step first, you will learn about your food. Like yeah. it will it will be the first thing you will learn about. <laughs> it's it's uh, I think it's your first biological course. But in in plain nature, it's <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah yeah it's you you are discovering the food chain, so uh, either I eat exactly. something or be eaten, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So, um. There was a lot of learning in the Stone Age. It makes sense that it's the longest period where stone was their main material. Yeah. They had to go. They had to go through the learning curve. And their learning curve was very steep because of all the dis disadvantages uh, they, they were faced with. So thank God we weren't living at that time. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. it was, uh, so, I guess it was, it was really uh, challenging. Hmm. Yeah, like like even when we just try to put ourselves in their shoes right now, it's very hard to yeah. uh, but, to not use our knowledge now. But, but yes, I mean they 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 didn't have shoes; they were walking barefoot, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so now we have the we have the option of choosing to live in their shoes and uh, really? learn about how they developed. Yeah. Okay, so now that you munched on some things that you found around you, the day nears its end mm -hmm. and you start to feel cold. You're, you're clothless, remember? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the main problem, especially if yes. uh, God put me somewhere near the uh, Atlantic Ocean or the Northern Seas or something, you know, like a Viking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be very, very problematic. Truly, yeah. Yeah, so after interacting with your environment, 
-hmm. you know that you can pluck leaves from the trees surrounding you and no there was no cave nearby (laughs) (laughs) that's unfortunate because actually humans didn't live in caves in the beginning of ages Uh, they did what you're about to do (laughs) yeah 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 they put leaves on their bodies and you have to do the same and you have to stay still so they don't fall yeah 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 truly it's mesmerizing now 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 yeah yeah, now you have developed uh you you know the the first instinct of uh, covering yourself clothing you know (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) because i'm sorry you still didn't discover fire Gosh, I wish they uh, learned, yeah. yeah. I wish some kind of time traveler comes to this stone age and just give me a solution to, to my problems for God's sake. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They learned about fire like much later on. Really? And really? Uh, even how to even how to attach leaves yeah. together and like it wasn't easy back then. <laughs> Truly, yeah. It's it's yeah. It took some time to to discuss, <clears throat> put things together. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how the first humans developed crafting. It, it wasn't all at once. And it wasn't a success from the first try. They had to learn about what to create to help them with something that was inconveniencing them mm-hmm. or for their safety or comfort. Yeah, yeah. So the the need fueled the creation. Exactly, or the, the need justifies the the mean also because uh, you know you don't. Oh have yeah, <laughs> you just have leaves and trees, <laughs> and you have to cover yourself and stay stay warm. I yeah, survive the mm. mass. Yeah, and we... yeah. So they they used whatever they could. Yeah, well, I mm. guess our little human had an interesting adventure. I hope he didn't die. At least. <laughs> Hopefully, yes. <laughs> so far, he's doing good. He's discovering things, crafting things. Uh, he's surviving. That, that's 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 amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess I guess just having the mind to think mm-hmm. will make the human uh like yeah. figure out how to live and how to survive. Mm-hmm. So I guess he's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, truly, I believe in him. <laughs> yeah yeah i don't we didn't give him a name yeah it's uh, we should have thought about that (laughs) should have thought about that yes truly let's just name Mm -hmm. name him hussam like your friend and uh so far he's doing well let's see if he survives the other ages (laughs) oh my god yes true yeah to honor the creator of this idea yeah (laughs) Yeah, Hussam is a good playing character. Let's uh, let's hope uh, that you meet other people in this ages because you won't survive alone. Like truly, <laughs> yes, Hussam <laughs> the Stone Age run. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, uh, let's talk more about the Age Stone and uh, let our friend uh, uh, discover his uh, his surroundings more. Yeah. Let's see. 
so the age stone uh, uh the stone age well, the stone age the age stone the stone age was the prehistoric cultural stage or level of human development that was characterized by the creation and use mm. of stone tools yeah it was the first technology age uh, it began some 3.3 million years ago yeah <laughs> That was very long ago. Yeah. Uh, during much of this period, uh, the Earth was in an ice age, a period of colder global temperatures and glacial expansion. So you, you're not in luck. It was an ice age. Yeah. <laughs> and you would need to keep warm. Hassan <laughs> is not lucky so far. So let's see if we... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So actually they needed they needed to cover like even more than now because the whole mm -hmm. the whole like the whole earth was like covered in snow. Yeah. It was uh, yeah, yeah, it was mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a brutal time. Yeah, yeah. Um humans created four types of tools during that age. Um pebble tools, bifacial tools, like hand axes, flake tools, and blade tools. Mm -hmm. uh, much of what we know about life in the Stone Age and the people from that time comes from the tools they left behind. So mm -hmm. we 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 don't we will we won't know a lot about how they lived if they didn't use mm -hmm. those tools and left them behind. After after all, I think it's um so, sometimes one wonder if um how could humans like think, uh, for example, how how can I shape a blade, and I I truly believe that it was intuitive because like if you need to to catch thing yeah. to to hunt an animal and stuff or kill it, uh you, you gotta need a sharp sharp uh, something you know <laughs> a sharp tool um to yeah kill mm. it directly and catch it and stuff so i i guess uh, intuition is also related to to instincts uh you, you don't need much uh intelligence to to craft something that you that you really need or that you will use in the future so i guess uh yeah yeah i think it's a good thing to to highlight yeah it's um yeah and i guess observation was one of their <laughs> strong assets too like they they observe like the animals how they hunt and like the sharp teeth yeah. and yeah. all of that so like they take inspiration from the nature yeah. around them yeah no doubt yeah so um hammer stones uh, are some of the earliest and simplest stone tools prehistoric humans used them to uh, chip at other stones or sharpen like uh, uh, mm -hmm. other like materials uh, they use them to break knots, seeds uh, bone and to grind clay into pigment um, archaeologists refer to these earliest uh, stone tools as the old one toolkit old mm -hmm. one I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Okay. Old one stone tools um, date back nearly to point, uh, 2.6 million years. Mm. They were discovered in Tanzania in the 1930s by archaeologist Louis Leakey. Nice. 
So uh, most of the makers of the old one tools were right-handed, mm -hmm. leading experts to believe that handedness evolved very early in human history. Okay. We we see like we see that um they really had a lot of intuitive things going for them, like you said. Mm -hmm. Like it, it uh, they were built with like these instincts and they were just like using them exactly. without, I guess, not without thinking, but it was, it came easily to them because they yeah. were built with it. Exactly. I, yeah, like, like, like we said before, it's, uh, it's intuitive because, like, mm, yeah, like if you see the shape of something and also it's, um, it's some kind of, uh, uh doing copies, copies of something things you saw in nature for example you see yeah. a sharp stone you want to build something like that you see uh i don't know like a branch of a tree and you have this idea to to cut it down and use it in your daily walk or daily or uh use it as a blade also so i i guess it's um it's it's um th this emergence of tools is, is um this crafting is just the uh, the consequences of uh, the consequence of uh, of many many intuitive uh, behaviors and actions that that the stone man um did every day in his life yeah mm -hmm. yeah they adapted them so it it didn't come from nothing yeah yeah truly yeah mm. and uh, apparently most tools were right-handed so what yeah. about me Oh, you I'm left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean I would be useless in that age? Because how would I use their tools? Yeah, I I think for you, Yasmin, you will you will like survive two days, three days maximum. You can use your right hand. And, yeah. And come on. <laughs> like were, like that makes me wonder: Were mm. there no left-handed people at that time? I I I don't I don't think we are capable uh, to prove that <laughs> because how can you yeah. <laughs> just have the tools and you have judged that they are right-handed like like most of them that's, uh, that's a good conclusion but um, to say there were no left-handed people that's <laughs> that's like uh, you know killing a bunch of people <laughs> to some extent yeah hopefully hopefully there were like left-handed people at that time and yeah. um we can explore that in another episode <laughs> yeah i guess uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's interesting yeah 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 uh, as technology progressed humans created increasingly more sophisticated stone tools um mm. So these included hand axes, spear yeah. points for hunting large animals, yeah. uh, scrapers, uh, which could be used to prepare animal hides and awls for shredding plant fibers and making clothing. Great. So yeah. not all, yeah, so not all stone, uh, uh, stone age tools were made of stone. Mm -hmm. Groups of humans experimented with other raw materials, uh, including bone, ivory, and antler, mm -hmm. especially later in the Stone Age. Yeah. Um, at the at at the later uh, stages of the of the Stone Age, mm -hmm. the tools were more diverse. Uh, these diverse 
toolkits suggest a faster pace of innovation mm -hmm. and the emergence of distinct cultural identities because different groups sought out different ways of making tools. Uh, for example, um, some late Stone Age tools include harpoon points, bone yeah. and ivory needles, uh, bone flutes for playing music, and uh, chisel-like stone flakes yeah. used for carving wood, antler, or bone. Like this is very impressive how they yeah, yeah. they started with stone and then they they started yeah. to move on to other materials. Exactly. That's that. That's the wonder of uh, human uh, human evolution. After all, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The more you progress in time, the more you will need tools. The more you discover new things. And um, the thing is also, if if we speak about the differences between cultural identities or uh, 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 the difference between groups of people, for example. Um, let's say the people that we're living in uh, Africa or the people that were living in the Americas also, the differences are also related to ge geographical um, reasons because the um, yeah. yeah 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 the, the surroundings are not the same, the way of living, the weather, and such things really push you uh, towards a certain kind of cultural identity or, um, let's say uh, the the emergence of a clan or emergence of a group of people that have their own identity and their own way to do things and craft uh, tools. Exactly. Tools. That's that's amazing. Like I'm highly true. impressed by the ingenuity of that. Age. Yeah, yeah, truly, it's uh, it's mesmerizing when you when you see those those pictures or when yeah. you go to the museum and. And you'll be wondering, like, like how this is the humans that lived like back thousands and thousands of years before me, and they were capable of yeah. like living in plain nature, like raw nature, and face all the dangerous things that uh, that they encounter daily. Yeah, yeah, and mm. and they even invented the boat at that age. <laughs> wow, that, that's amazing. <laughs> I didn't know that. It's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, dugouts are the oldest type of boats found by archaeologists. Uh, and boats have served as transportation uh, transportation since the earliest times. Mm -hmm. Circumstantial evidence, such as the early settlements of Australia over 40,000 years ago, findings wow. in Crete dating 130,000 years ago and findings in floors dated to 9 million years ago suggested that boats have been used since prehistoric times. Uh, the yes. earliest. Uh, yeah. I like, think you mean um, 9,000 years ago? 9 million is so far. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh my God. Yeah. I got. I. I got lost in the numbers. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Uh. So like the the earliest boats are thought to have been, like log boats, and mm -hmm. the oldest ones okay. were found around seven thousand to ten thousand years ago. I can't even imagine how long ago that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's um, like yeah. It's so far, it's um, 
like the the human brain can't even conceive these these numbers because if i if we go uh, like um if i tell you imagine 100 people i think it's it's really hard and i tell you like mm, yeah thousand people and uh, you know th things begin to to become weird so how about seven thousand, ten thousand years? And you know, it's uh, yeah. Like the Earth wasn't the same at that time. Yeah, truly, like. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So they they needed the boats even back then, and that's mm -hmm. amazing that the yeah they created them in yeah. that age, and uh, the oldest recovered uh, boat in the world mm -hmm. uh, is the hopefully i'm pronouncing this correctly it's a pes or pese mm -hmm. canoe it's a dugout made from the hollowed tree trunk of a pinus sylvestris okay. uh, and it's constructed uh somewhere between 8200 and 7600 bc yeah just just a, side, yeah 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 just a side note for for people who Maybe they didn't. Um, when we say BC, it's be before Christ. So they... yes, it's before Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the the years are actually going downwards, like until zero. Yeah, the opposite. Yeah, the exactly. Opposite. <laughs> so just just keep it in mind. It's uh, it's interesting to know such details. Oh, thank yeah. you for pointing that out. Actually, yeah. I I did I um I got used to it because I'm a geologist. Yeah. Ah, so nice. we study. Very, yeah, like we yeah. study the ages like the opposite, so yeah. it makes sense to me right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I also encountered uh, like different um, notations. There is also AD, and um, oh yes, yeah, um, and usually in my podcast when I make uh, you, you know some kind of um, historical uh, sciences uh, or doing the history yeah. of sciences, I I encountered these things and I. Every time I have to remind myself that it's going downwards, and I have to <laughs> to put it clear. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, yes, it's, it's yeah. counterintuitive, but it's once you get it, once you 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 read much of history, you will be used to it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! So, I'm now I'm totally like impressed by the Stone Age people. Okay, they are my favorite people so far. <laughs> <laughs> I I I uh, I I agree, but I I I think there is more interesting people that will come after them. So so let's let's see what's oh page. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we can actually choose which age we prefer at the end of the episode. Yeah, like each of be. us say which age they like. Really? After after people listen to this uh to this episode, we will do a pool. So. Oh yeah, yeah, we can do that. Uh, yeah. So did did Hussam, our Stone Age man, survive? Uh, so far, I hope he did. <laughs> I guess he did. Yeah, I guess he did because like really? they they had yeah. boats at that time, so yeah, yeah. he could go like anywhere he wanted. Exactly. Now he can travel. At least he has a boat. Yeah. Okay, let's see how. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Okay, so now we move on to another age. Yeah. Uh, the Bronze Age. Hmm. Now this age is approximately um thirty three hundred 
1200 BC. And like Suleiman said, it goes backward. So we're we're getting near to the yeah conversion. New age? No, not a new age. Yeah, like we're getting near to to us to this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was uh, characterized by the use of bronze uh, in some areas, writing, and other early features of urban civilization. So now it's getting more civilized and the technologies are getting yeah. um, finer, I guess. Yeah, I uh, guess. The... Mm. Um... Go ahead. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I'm just living in the Bronze Age. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the 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 Bronze Age uh, marked the first time humans started to work with metal. So it's actually a pretty important age. Um, bronze tools and weapons soon replaced earlier stone versions. Mm -hmm. uh, and. Uh, Ancient Samaritans in the Middle East may have been the first people to enter the Bronze Age. Mm. Uh, this is something that I re like. Uh, I noticed while I did the research. Uh, mm. Not all the cultures entered like one specific age, like at the same time. Yeah. It differs. Yeah, it, it differs, and it's um, we, when you read history or human evolution. We have to keep in mind that it's an an emergence. Um, how to say this? An emergence phenomena. Mm, yeah. Just um, people didn't directly exit like God didn't put them in this age. You know, like poof, poof, you 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 stay in Africa and you 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 have to live in this age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To the end of this yeah. age, and I will put new people. No, it's it's like just an emergence stuff. You know, people going around and living their life and you know just going through yeah, time and learning from each <laughs> yeah exactly other. and mm, people yeah. reproducting and making new people and it goes on and on until now yeah mm. so they learned from one another <laughs> exactly yeah it's um so humans it's amazing humans are amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just in the bronze age and i'm very impressed <laughs> Yeah. Mm, so humans made many technological advances during the Bronze Age, including the first <clears throat> writing systems and the invention of the wheel. Mm -hmm. So here is where it's very like this is like purely an invention from the human mind because no wheels exist in nature. Yeah. Like yeah. this is. Yeah, throughout history, most inventions were inspired by the natural world. Exactly. Like the idea of the pitchfork and mm -hmm. table fork came from mm -hmm. forked sticks. Yeah. The airplane from gliding birds. But yeah. the wheel is 100% homo sapien in innovation. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. I, mean, I mean, when you look to the sky you see like the sun is some kind of a circle the moon also but you won't get the idea of building a circle that can move and you know churn <laughs> yeah exactly yeah in yeah. a 3d in 3d shape and it has geometrical characteristic and stuff but i truly believe mm. i don't know the, the 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 story of the wheel but 
I think. Uh, oh, I'm gonna tell you. Great. Okay. Let's not. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Let's not spoil it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to hear it. <laughs> okay. So, so the wheel was a relative late comer. We we tend to think that inventing the wheel was uh, item number two or or three, like on our to do list. Okay. But several significant inventions predated the wheel by thousands of years: sewing mm. needles, woven clothes, uh, rope, basket weaving, boats, and even the flute. All right. Like. We, we invented all of this, but we never thought about making something to make transportation easier. Yeah. The, the first wheels were not even used for transportation. <laughs> like, how? Whoa, yeah. yeah. Uh, evidence indicates they were created to serve as potter's wheels. And it took way too long before someone figured figured out to use them for chariots. <laughs> like creativity didn't hit all at once, as we can see. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't come like this, uh, like like uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it it have to be cumulative. It 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 has uh, it has to be someone that. Th that you know he, he he had that need to transport something exactly oh, yeah you think about oh wow okay i'm gonna use wheels yeah <laughs> like i can i can flip the potter wheels on like its side exactly and, like, exactly and it roll it, it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah 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 it's amazing uh, so um in in the middle east and parts of asia mm. uh the Bronze Age lasted from roughly 3300 to 12 BC. Okay. And like we, we, we'll see here how um, it didn't start, start and it didn't end at the same time. Okay. So um, it makes sense that even like creatively, people didn't uh, find the solution like one after the other, one after the other. So they yeah. had time to to find what they needed and even if it was there in front of mm -hmm. them they couldn't use it otherwise they needed time <laughs> exactly yeah yeah so yeah mm. uh so i as i said in the middle east and parts of asia the bronze age lasted uh roughly from 30 through uh, 3300 to 1200 uh, bc and then abruptly with the near simultaneous collapse of several prominent Bronze Age civilizations. Yeah. Uh, humans may, may have started smelting copper as early as the 6000 BC in the Fertile Crescent. Uh, it's a region uh, often called the Cradle of Civilization and a historical area of the Middle East where agriculture and the world's first cities emerged. So uh, the overall period is characterized by the widespread use of bronze, mm -hmm. um, though the place and time of the introduction and development of bronze technology were not universally synchronous. Yeah, um, yeah human-made uh, human tin bronze technology requires uh, set production te techniques. Mm -hmm. So uh, the tin must be mined and smelted separately, then added to hot copper 
to make bronze alloy. The, the Bronze Age was a time of extensive use of metals and developing trade networks. Yeah. So the, I guess that's why uh, it didn't start uh, at the same time everywhere. And mm. still they started to network and trade between nations and uh, civilizations at that time. Exactly. Let's. Um, I think. I think human connections or civilizations connections and trading, like exchanging goods or, you know, exchanging yeah. exchanging knowledge and stuff. Uh, especially when you don't talk like the the same language. Let's even not enter in the language evolution because it's something mesmerizing. Oh yeah. We can't even conceive the variety of it, especially the old languages that. Maybe some of them that we didn't even hear about or read or, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all all of the, all of this dynamic is is um is is driven by you know, um, um, uh, curiosity first and um the reproduction. Of course, yeah. Um, the more we, the more mm. civilization is. Um, is going outside is putting more childs is uh, developing things they will at some point of time they will encounter another civilization maybe they have the same power or they are more they are more powerful than them maybe they will go to war it doesn't matter what kind of interaction happens between them but it's necessary necessary to to you know to the development of human and some people yeah. say, or even some some historians, when they become subjective and say, oh, there, there was war and I don't know what, and it wasn't necessary, why human killed each other? No, it's just the natural course of things, you know, <laughs> without a war exactly. or, without change, or without trading, we won't develop, we, we, we won't be here, you know. So, yeah, it's yeah. I, just they were. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and like that's necessary, like for our development. Truly. So we were like learning about everything, learning about war, learning about like exactly. uh, having allies and all of that. So it was part of the learning curve. Yeah, yeah, truly. Or or maybe you know I just played uh, more than I should of uh, class of civilizations, and you know <laughs> <laughs> I need to chill about it a little bit. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah i guess this is the spirit of it yeah, yeah there could be yeah, <laughs> yeah. <coughs> sorry yeah so <clears throat> talking about uh, uh, ancient civilizations um the ancient civilizations were deemed part of the bronze age uh, because it either produced bronze by smelting its own copper and alloy it with tin, arsenic, or other other metals, or traded other items for bronze from production areas elsewhere. So bronze was harder and more durable than other metals available at the time, uh, allowing Bronze Age civilizations to gain a technological advantage. Mm-hmm. So that's why they used it to trade like one mm. nation has uh like the knowledge how to make the the bronze tools the yeah. other doesn't but they can trade like with food or with something else so mm. they exchange um culture and uh, uh like mm. they broaden their point of view of the world yeah, like, yeah. with that mm. 
And um, I'm going to go into a little bit of a scientific um, bracket, I guess, <laughs> to explain how, how, uh, how, how bronze was made. Okay. So, uh, because I, like, I was thinking, like, why would they use bronze? Exactly. I, like, when I, like yeah, when I read about it, <laughs> yeah, it's not like, it doesn't come yeah. naturally like that it's not like a metal that's made right. like that they they have to um mix it with something else to make it a bronze yeah but apparently while terrestrial terrestrial iron is naturally abundant mm -hmm. uh, the higher temperature required for smelting is of 1250 uh, mm. celsius in addition to the greater difficulty of working with the metal, uh, it placed it out of reach of common use until the end of the second millennium, millennium BC. Yeah, yeah. So even if it was everywhere, they couldn't use it. It was, it was hard to use. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see why, uh, why uh, bronze is easier. Because uh, tin uh, mm -hmm. has a, a melting point of 231.9 celsius yeah, yeah so it's very low it's very low than the mm -hmm. the the iron one and uh copper is relatively moderate mel melting point point is of 1085 so it placed both of them within within the capabilities of the pottery kilns at that time yeah which uh, which date back to 6000 BC and mm. they were able to produce temperatures greater than 900 uh, Celsius degree yeah. so it they couldn't they couldn't go way uh, like above that so they could have never melted iron at that age mm -hmm. yeah yeah so that's why uh, so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's uh, that's why they used tin and uh, and copper to make the bronze. Okay. Uh, and uh, copper and tin ores uh, are rare, since there were no tin bronzes in Western Asia before trading in bronze began began in the third millennium BC. Mm -hmm. So actually, some nations didn't even have that. That's yeah. why trading became uh, a huge, a huge part of uh, yeah. of that that culture and that time. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So um, the civilizations at, at that time and the cultures differed in their development of writing. According to uh, archaeological evidence, uh, cultures in Mesopotamia. Mm -hmm. And Egypt, uh, they developed the earliest practical writing systems. Yeah. So I guess that like developing writing makes trading easier too. Like you have to write things and like to, I don't know, make contracts or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess at the beginning it's um, let's say pharaohs like they they were they were writing in uh, hieroglyphic. Hilo yeah. yeah hieroglyphic language or something like that i don't know yeah so yeah. and and uh, if you visit egypt or you see a documentary about egypt and 
you can say that most of their writings were religious stuff you know putting on walls mm. some kind of drawings and uh, and you know some kind of symbols to 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 talk about a higher being or uh, how they're going to send uh, a dead king to his to the afterlife and stuff yeah. but when you look at other stuff they, they were also writing the the, the registries and archives um, the events of their times and uh, they were actually calculating somehow like in in a way or another it was basic mathematics uh, they're cultivated uh, you know uh, agricultures their uh, you know everything that's related to to agriculture uh, how they yeah, are doing yeah. how they are selling how they are uh, exporting things and bringing things to 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 the region in Egypt so yes i guess writing and language is was the most powerful tool back at the time but what makes me wonder is how you can communicate with with others like with other <laughs> with other civilizations and yeah i guess the first contact was very cringy and weird but you know it had to happen <laughs> even if they were talking yeah <laughs> you know and yeah. it still exists sometimes you you meet you meet uh, a stranger outside and he doesn't speak your 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 language and you don't speak his language and somehow you, you will find a way or another to communicate and understand what what are you trying to say so i guess it's the same thing back then yeah i i guess i guess we could call it like the human language <laughs> like there is a universal human language we all talk even without words so we don't need uh like to, to know all the languages we just use our like human language exactly that's what i like also the the idea of you know making english a universal language because most of the people now are let's say educated and they have access to knowledge access to information access to learning languages and it would yeah it's making things easier for humans to you know to trade and exchange and communicate especially yeah yeah the, it's actually um, amazing to see how one language is um, mm. is starting to evolve and become a like a mm -hmm. universal one yeah. because because uh, like in the old ages i don't know how many languages there were like every region can create a language and start talking it and no one else will know exactly. what, what they like what it means or like yeah. they, they they won't be able to learn it that easily but now the english is becoming like Mm -hmm. everywhere wherever you go you can just ask ask someone like do you speak english and like they would be happy to see that yeah. like you can communicate with one language that's easy to learn and uh yeah like accessible to everyone exactly exactly and that um mm. sometimes when you when you talk like this to people and you say yes english is good and universal and stuff they 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 somehow take it as an offense uh, to their language uh, but it's not an offense at all uh, we, we 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 aren't defending english or something we are just saying it's it's useful like all other languages yeah and exactly uh, exactly and in the same spirit or in the same way that you are learning english keep learning your your own language also like arabic or french or something uh, yeah it, it, in both cases, 
just, just you know, <laughs> just to have something to be proud of and have your own language and learn other languages so you can be more um, resourceful. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's cool to be bilingual or like trilingual or however many languages you learn. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so let's go back. Okay, let's, <laughs> yes, yeah, let's go back in time to our Bronze Age. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is it is said that the ancient summer may have been the first civiliz civilization to start adding tin to copper to make bronze. So even even the idea to like mix two like metals and make one uh, that's uh, that so because bronze was harder and more durable than copper, so it it made it better for tools and weapons, mm -hmm. and that's genius. Yeah, it's uh, it's crafty. Yeah, yeah. Ar archaeological evidence suggests that uh, the transition from copper to bronze mm -hmm. took took place around thirty three hundred BC. Okay. Uh, so the invention of bronze brought an end to the Stone Age, yeah. and the prehistoric period. The yeah, that would that was uh, dominated by uh, like stone tools and weaponry and all of that. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, like for example, we we said that uh, different societies entered the Bronze Age at different times. So let's take the Greece. Okay. Greece began. Uh, were, like working with bronze before uh, 3000 BC. So it's not like really at the beginning of the Bronze Age. Mm -hmm. Like uh, while the British and China entered it um, like much later. Yeah. So at uh, the 1900, so they were very late. Yeah, yeah. Mm hmm yeah so like we, we see that um mm -hmm. i i guess i i guess it makes sense like one if the first civilization mm -hmm. that that entered the bronze age made all the like the development necessary the the other ones just have to trade with them and learn like quicker and more exactly. easily what they have so yeah yeah After all so the... they don't have to waste a lot of time Exactly. After all, the Greek uh, were also very crafty with their uh, own things, and they were very intelligent. Yeah. They had the knowledge. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. Uh, so uh, the Bronze Age was marked by the rise of states or kingdoms. Uh, Large-scale societies joined under a central government by a powerful ruler. Bronze Age states uh, interacted with each other through trade, warfare, mm -hmm. migration, and the spread of ideas, which makes sense knowing that the wheel was inv invented in that in that age, so they could they were able to travel and do mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we have some prominent Bronze Age kingdoms like uh, the Babylonia. Uh, Mesopotamia and uh, Athens in ancient Greece. These are very known uh, kingdoms, actually. We yeah. heard for, we heard about them like, like a lot. 
course we have so the, they uh, yeah so the, mm. yeah we have the ancient sculptures of um you know the the greek and the golden age of athens and ancient greek we have also yeah. the, uh, you know like the i don't recall uh, the the list of the seven wonders of the world but it includes athens and babylonia because they were oh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. major um, they they actually yeah they actually have a uh, uh, marked the history of the world exactly and with they, their inventions they, yeah yeah and they left behind them like great legacy of scriptures and writings and knowledge and science mm. that's why yeah, uh, yeah yeah so it was like a a great nation that had a lot mm -hmm. uh to like to, to leave a print yeah. on the history of the world exactly yeah and uh, mm. as you said it was the age of the creation of kingdoms and civilization and organizing organizations like governments and you know so right. yeah yeah i i hope uh, hosam survived in this age <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he can get that old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we are extending his age to the limits, you know. <laughs> like thousands yeah, yeah. thousands of maybe, years. <laughs> let's, let's, maybe, maybe his... Uh, he is... Uh, he, what, what's the... he isn't... Uh, how to say this? He is just uh, a playing character. You know, we, we can... Like <laughs> Minecraft, we can... We can bring him and put him in any civilization we want. That's um, that's how we oh, okay. survive. You know, he is not. Um... We can we can. <laughs> yeah. We can extend his life forever. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I I guess he he would actually thrive in the Bronze Age because of all the developments that exactly. that happened there. Exactly. Yeah, like he would be a a very like um he would help them a lot with yeah, his yeah. brain. Exactly, he would be a handy crafty man. I'm sure of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so with this, we end the Bronze Age. Um, mm. it ended around 1200 BC. Yeah. And uh, right after it began the Iron Age. Okay. So. So. Uh, yeah. We replaced the bronze with iron now. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. The, the Iron Age is the final um, the final epoch of the three age division of the prehistory uh, of humanity. So mm -hmm. we have Stone Age, Bronze Age, and Iron Age. These two, like they yeah. they work together. They are called uh, Paleolithic, that's the Stone Age, mm -hmm. Mesolithic, that's the Bronze Age. And Neolithic, that's the Iron Age. Okay, that's that's the geeky geeky words for you, you geek. That's the geologist. Yes, the <laughs> geologist. Like we actually talk a lot with these words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally can see. And, yeah, and it's a tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I can even pronounce them, but I'm trying. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh wait! I think I made a mistake. The Bronze Age was mm -hmm. the Calcolithic. Ah, okay, the Calcolithic. Okay, okay. Yeah, Calcolithic. 
Oh my god, I I I got I got confused with these names. <laughs> yeah, they are absolutely. Weird. Okay. Hmm. Okay, let me let me correct myself. So we we said that the um the hmm. Iron Age is the final epoch of the three age division of the prehistory of uh of humanity. Okay. It was preceded by the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. The Stone Age is uh, divided by three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the names I said earlier they were uh, just for the Stone Age. It mm-hmm. makes sense. It's the longest one, mm-hmm. and uh, the Bronze Age uh, was called the Calcolithic one. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna repeat the other names. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> So uh, the duration of the, the Iron Age varies dependent on the region, as we said before, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, be- it begins locally when the production of iron or steel uh, has advanced to the point where iron tools and weapons replace their bronze equivalents in common use. Yeah. Uh, in the ancient Near uh, East, uh, this transition took place in the wake of the coal, uh, the so-called Bronze Age collapse mm-hmm. in the 12th century BC. So right after the Bronze Age collapsed, uh, they they went for the iron. The the technology soon spread throughout the Mediterranean basin region. Yeah, the Wait. Mediterranean basin region. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the technology soon spread throughout the Mediterranean. The, oh my God, I can't. Medi- I can say this word. Mediterranean. Mediterranean basin region, yeah. <laughs> and uh, to South Asia. Yeah. Uh, it's further spread to Central Asia, Eastern Europe, and Central Europe is somewhat delayed. Okay. I don't know why it's always delayed. Europe was always the last in everything. <laughs> um, yeah. Here, even Northern Europe was not reached until around the start of the fifth century BC. That's very late. Yeah, yeah it's 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 very late because I don't know for the uh, for the for the Viking uh, fans. If you have watched the series Viking. Um, they started very late. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they built boats and they, you know, decided to conquer Europe and discover things, you know, they were very late. Yeah, like like really behind people. <laughs> so I, I guess uh, they were isolated. Exactly, they were isolated. Maybe. Because, yeah, yeah. Mm. You have like mm. the northern part of Europe is very isolated. You have the Northern Sea between the main yeah europe continent and uh, the other countries like finland and norway and uh, sweden or even england yeah yeah then you have the other uh civilization that that were situated in the mediterranean at the mediterranean sea uh, the civilization like the, uh, the byzantines or um that they conquered even North Africa, Algeria, Morocco, and Tunisia, Carthage, and you know it's a whole bunch of history that yeah. we, we did in uh, high school, and um, yeah, they were developed like when you when you compare them to other civilizations because um, you know uh, 
um, they were they were um, raised uh, close to the Mediterranean, so they have boats, they have exchange with Europe and other regions of Asia, like close Asia, like close Middle East, like Lebanon and Palestine. Now, I mean, <laughs> back yeah. then, I don't know what were the names of these countries? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, those areas were close to each other. That's why they exactly. developed uh, exactly. fast. Yeah, faster. Yeah. yeah. And... Well, now I feel sorry for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's complicated, the history of... Oh, so... Oh, yeah, it is. It has a lot of details. Indeed, yeah. So uh, the the Iron Age uh, as an archaeological period uh, is roughly defined as that part of the prehistory of a culture or region yeah. during which uh, ferrous metallurgy was the dominant technology of metalworking. So it makes sense. It, it, it doesn't mean that bronze uh, disappeared completely. Yeah. But uh, it means that iron like took over. It was the most popular metal that mm. they worked with. Yeah. Uh, the, the characteristics of an Iron Age culture uh, is the mass production of tools and weapons made from steel, uh, typically alloys with carbon content. Mm -hmm. Uh, only with the capability of the production of carbon steel does ferrous metallurgy result in tools uh, or weapons that are equal or superior to bronze. The, the use of steel has been based as much on economics as on metallurgical advancements. Early steel was made by smelting iron. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I guess uh, when we said that uh, iron was... Uh, like everywhere on earth, it's easier to use it. Mm -hmm. It's cheaper, I, uh, I guess. It's, it makes it cheaper. Yeah. And uh, when when they, I guess the technology got better, so their, their um, kilns could, could melt it easier and it could get to higher temperatures. So, exactly. yeah, I guess it makes sense that they, they changed mm -hmm. to another metal. Yeah, indeed. I, I guess um, later on you will talk about um, um, how we use iron in weaponry, and I think that I think that was the the, the main use for me at least because I you know. Um, mm, yeah. I, I like swords and, <laughs> and blades and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to see uh, like a theme. Yeah, yeah, truly. Like uh, sometimes I. You know, when you stand up against the mirror and you look at yourself, I, I wish I was, you know, in the <laughs> in the age of war and I was a knight <laughs> uh, fighting all the evil. Yeah. With an armor and all of exactly. that. Exactly. It's, it's, it's some kind of a masculine urge, you know, to <laughs> when you watch a war movie, you want uh, yes. Or at least you would be that character like for a week until you watch a new movie and, you know, change the character again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um. Yeah. So. So we said we said that iron uh, became um more more like e easy to make. Yeah. And mm -hmm. cheaper. And um, even there was a shortage of tin. So 
so that's what made the Bronze Age collapse. If you don't have tin, tin you can't make yeah. bronze. Yeah. So that's what pushed uh, like uh, the metal workers mm -hmm. to, to seek an alternative to bronze. Um, mm -hmm. As as evidence, many bronze uh, implements were recycled into weapons during that time. Mm -hmm. um, more widespread use of iron led to improved steelmaking technology at a lower cost. Thus, when tin became available again, iron was cheaper, stronger, and lighter, mm -hmm. and forged iron implements super and forged iron implements superseded cast bronze tools permanently. So yeah. it became yeah. the main, uh, uh, more expensive to make yeah yeah to make bronze tools than to make iron. Okay. So they just ditched it and uh, turned mm -hmm. to work with iron mm -hmm. that's great um the tool the tools made of iron were used in more than only weaponry because like when we think about iron like you said we think about yeah. swords and armors and uh, all of that <laughs> yeah true. but it actually it actually it helped agriculture house mm -hmm. building and a lot more usages that's actually when the coin were made. Okay. Like they had mo they had money uh, before, but it was gold and silver. Mm -hmm. um, but gold and silver uh, weights existed during the Bronze Age. But the first coins, like the the imprinted metal pieces, uh, like for exchange, uh, they seem to to have emerged in the Iron Age. Mm -hmm. The first coins appeared. Um, around 600 BC uh, in Lydia. Mm -hmm. It's a kingdom on the Anatolia Peninsula. It's yeah. modern Turkey. Yeah, so yeah. the first coins were in Turkey. Nice. Uh, these coins, yeah, they imprinted, uh, they were imprinted with images like lions. Um, mm -hmm. It had the same uh, weight and purity and so may have been used as a form of currency. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah. The, the Roman Empire began to produce coins in the late 4th century BC, starting mm. with bronze and uh, later shifting to silver and gold. Coins uh, unearthed in London Mm -hmm. Very interesting. The, like the coins unearthed in in London, uh, they, they dated to the first century BC. Yeah. So around the time the Roman Empire invaded the region, so like they even found like the coins that they had with Apollo on yeah. one side and a charging ball on the other. So mm -hmm. they th that means they even. Yeah. So, oh my God, London. So it's Europe. <laughs> so even the coins yeah. were. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They yeah. were found because they were invaded. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, it's interesting because uh, at, the, at, the, at the first time, also me, I was, I was, uh, I was amazed by this fact. Like, sometimes we don't. Um, we don't um, consider how big was the Roman Empire by that time, you know. Um, and when you read the yeah. history and you, okay, invading France and stuff, it's okay. I'm okay with that. 
even some Spanish regions and stuff. But when you discover that the Roman Empire actually invaded England at some point of history, you know, yeah. and you begin to... <laughs> and if you go to England, <laughs> you can actually find Roman sculptures and they are still there. And they mentioned them in the Viking series also. And uh, they went so far. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> It's and it's it's interesting to to know that. <laughs> interesting and and in that prospect you can understand actually how Christianity mm, yeah uh, evolved in Europe and evolved in many countries and um, yeah it's it's a good part of history I I recommend that you read about it uh, at least or some articles or something or a book mm. Mm. yeah I'm actually getting more interested in that like just to see how. Even mm. if war is like is bad, we can we can see how it can enrich like mm -hmm. a civilization just because like there is like a friction between two different uh, cultures. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. War is bad, but uh, you know the consequences are um, the fear. <laughs> there is death not but also there is, yeah yeah, yeah. There is death, but, but there is knowledge but not in the modern uh, yeah. in the modern age we have nuclear weapons and we can wipe humanity from the surface of earth you know <laughs> yeah yeah that's not fair i guess but, like the wars <laughs> in in the old ages were more fair more fair yeah yeah <laughs> it's uh amazing to they be. both had iron and that's it exactly i have sword you have sword let's have a battle and one of us will die uh, you know like a hero or something yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the episode still didn't end don't worry we still have a long way to go through the ages it just got a little bit too long so we decided to cut it in two and you're having now the first part and soon we'll get you the second part so look forward to it and i hope you got lost in the echo